1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Welcome to the Best of the Men's Room podcast. Let the shenanigans
3: begin.
4: What did you quit? Why did you quit at 206 803
3: Hello, Zach. Welcome to the Men's Room. Can you rope me?
5: Hola. 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 How are you guys doing today?
4: Doing great, man. Thank you, brother. That's
5: good. So, about ten years
3: ago, I uh, quit meth. Good on you.
6: I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> you shouldn't. Apparently, you very you shouldn't be. <laughs> I quit meth. I'm sorry. How, how hard? Much... How hard
5: was that? <laughs> it was actually quite hard. It took me a few times. Uh, I had to go through some trials and tribulations. Ended up getting uh, frostbite and hypothermia. And while I was sitting in the hospital, my dad told me that if I ever wanted to see my little sister, because at the time he was going through a custody battle, that I needed to be clean if I ever wanted to be around her. You, did, you, did you fall
4: asleep outside or pass out someplace in the cold?
5: Well, I'm sorry. Well, how did,
4: how did you get the hypothermia and the frostbite? Did you fall asleep on drugs someplace in the cold?
5: No, I was super high on meth walking around downtown Seattle. With holes in my shoes, wearing shirts or shorts and no shirt, and I was enjoying life.
4: Yeah, I think we saw you. Yeah, it was, I think friend. I've
5: seen you before.
3: Uh, so Most likely. What, what are the withdrawals from meth?
5: Honestly, I, it wasn't too bad for me. I just had to eat a whole bunch of sugar and caffeine, and that's what helped me.
4: How much uh, weight did you put back on?
5: I want to say over about a hundred pounds now. i have been sitting even.
4: Okay, all right. I, I know that uh, there's no there's there's no fat people walking Could around you, with those shoes on. Down can there. you
6: watch a show like Breaking Bad, or is watching people do meth like too much of a trigger?
5: No, over the years of me being clean, I've been around like old friends that I have just started using in front of me, and it it does trigger. But I've had the will and confidence to be able to just walk away and
6: say no to it And is meth like sorry just one more like i don't know much about meth right like breaking bad's part of the extent right but is it like right is it like is it like cocaine is there some people that like live normal lives and still smoke meth oh yeah
5: i
7: know plenty of
5: people that smoke meth and crack and do coke that are functional addicts they only touch it on the weekend all right. Wow. Okay. I'm not sure that
4: they're addicts. I think they're recreational users who are dealing with a dangerous yeah, drug. Yeah. You could be an addict.
3: Yeah, if you're an addict, you're doing it more if than if just I'm smoking weekends. cigarettes <laughs> on the
4: weekend, you, you know, right. going out, yeah. whatever. I mean, it's still not good for you. I, I'm not addicted to it, I don't believe, on a daily basis.
3: How many years did you do meth?
5: Well, roughly about three years. Um I got into it pretty heavy and fast. I smoked it for about a month and then just went to start shooting up because of how much cheaper it made it and longer it lasted.
4: Did you have any friends pass on during this time?
5: I did have a few buddies. One, uh, he passed away. He had uh, diabetes and passed away in the tent and we all woke up freaking out. And then I had a buddy... Try heroin for the first time, and he passed out in a chair, and a rat ate his eye out.
3: Jesus wow. Christ, man!
5: Okay, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, over the years, well, so it was. Wait a minute, hold on. Was he was he al- was
4: he alive when this was happening, or was he passed on?
5: Yes. So i rat he was alive and went to the hospital afterwards, and they had to surgically like clean his eye out and seal it up and everything, and he's one eye now.
3: Hmm. Jesus Christ,
4: man! That's enough to make me quit right there. That, that's one of the reasons Oxy- oh, you're going to
5: quit when a rat eats your
4: yeah. eyeball. One of the reasons with oxys is because I just had so many friends pass on. Yeah, that I just had zero interest in that drug. I had a lot of friends that used it early on because I was a, there. You know, it was the beginning stages of this drug, kind of basically hitting the market. Yeah, people were taking them all the time, and I had friends and a couple friends just never woke up. So at that point in time, roommates of mine, close friends of mine.
3: I had a lot of friends that died from the illegal version of oxy's, which is heroin, right? Basically, they removed one ingredient to make this addictive thing legal. That's how you play the system. But uh, a lot of them died, and this was all in about a two-year period, but there was a guy named Willis, and this guy looked like a dried-up chicken drumstick, right? One of the thinnest cats you ever met. This is a dude I said got hit by a car. Cars are only like 40. Car hits his ass, knocks him out of his shoes, which is funny now because he did survive, but He lands on the road like 30 feet away. And we're like, oh, my God, Willis is dead. And it was like a scene from The Walking Dead, right? His kind of contorted body, just pops up, first words out of his mouth, what the F happened to my shoes? We grabbed his shoes for him. Anyway, he disappears for like a year and a half. And so I'm hanging out at this bar we call The Dirt Church. He comes in one day, man, and we almost didn't recognize him because we never knew he was fat. Like he was naturally, he was naturally a big guy, but the whole time we knew him. I mean, he looked like Jimmy Walker. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Considerably shorter, but like Jimmy, he came in like double chin, kind of blown up. We were like Willis, and our quote was, "We didn't know you were fat." His quote, "I didn't either," but we're all smiling. He's like, "Dude, I never knew." That as an adult, this is where my body was going to go. But he's like, man, I shot heroin for so long. I was always like a buck. He didn't even 25. remember get hit by the car, did he? The next day, because we all crashed at my buddy's house. This happened at night after the bar closed. He gets hit by the car, knocks him out of his shoes. Whatever. It's Willis. So we just kind of go, you know, things happen. Taking my buddy's house. We get up the next day. And I mean, he's like holding his ribs just like, dude, what happened last night? He thought someone beat his ass. We're like, Willis, you got hit by a car. He's like, no, nah, man, seriously, what happened? We're like, Willis. You got hit by a car. It's like, man, I didn't get hit by a car. We're like, Willis, we all watched the car hit you because we yelled car because we were crossing this particular street. And you began to run, but you were higher on heroin, so you moved a little slower, and you got hit by the car. What happened to the person that hit me? We told her to leave, and she was freaked the hell out. It was not her fault. She was doing the mm-hmm. speed limit. You, and she's coming around a turn, so it's kind of hard to see if people are right. going to be there. It wasn't a crosswalk. We tried to bolt across. We did. You did not. The lady hit you with the car. I mean, she was like in tears. We had to calm her down and just t- just go. And we're like, he's a heroin addict. It's, He'll be fine. Because right,
6: the cops showing up for him, dude. And that's the whole good. thing.
3: Like, look, you didn't do anything wrong. You don't want to go through this. This dude is strung out on heroin. Like, nothing good's gonna happen. We'll just take his battered ass back to our buddy's house. It's fine. And then in the end, he was fine. And like we said, we see him a couple years later. He's fat and hit on my mom. <laughs> well, yeah, I respect that. That yeah, was the yeah, yeah. he didn't know it was my mom. My mom went to meet me at the same place Dirt Church. It's about a week after we knew he was back in service. I show up, I see my mom, give each other a hug, and she's like, I met your friend Willis. I'm like, oh good, man. I'm like, he was hitting on me. I look at Willis. He's like, "I don't know what your mom, man."
6: I was like, "No, I don't care." I mean, do your best, brother. What did you quit it? Why did you quit it? Two hundred six, eight hundred three. Right. I just respect. He's like, "All right, I'm off the junk. I'm eating food. I'm hitting on Willis." Oh, me. dude, his confidence went to the roof. Yeah. Like, hey, mama, what's up with you? <laughs> Not strung out anymore. <laughs> right.
3: Hello, Nelly. Welcome to the men's room.
6: Hola.
3: Hola.
5: Hola. Yeah, man, I, I work. I work. I worked at Little Caesars when I was in high school. It sounds like it was a long time ago, but it was only like three years ago. But I quit Little Caesars and everything that came with it. Uh, just a lot of, uh, yeah, yeah. everybody around me in the, in the store I was working at.
3: So was it just kind of make you feel like the future is bleak kind of thing?
5: Yeah, I just kind of looked at everybody around me and realized that if I stay doing the same thing, I'm going to end up like them. What, right, that's
4: what, what type of profession was it? Little Caesars. Oh, Little he, Caesars. Yeah. Okay, I didn't hear that. <laughs> he
3: was making pizza pizza. All
6: right. Pizza pizza. When well, you said all that comes with it. I was like, oh, is there a hierarchy? Yeah, yeah I'm trying to think Little Caesars. Oh, uh, no. no, no. That deep dish pizza is pretty good, though, isn't it?
5: I, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, we made some pretty good. I, it's way better when you get to put whatever you want on there and not pay like $30 for it.
6: Man, little season. I don't this think, I don't think anybody's ever paid $30 for <laughs> I mean, that's kind $5 of their $5 thing. Take it's hot, it's ready, and it's cheap. Right. <laughs> and it's better than people think, man. I, you it know gets what? a bad rap. I I'm don't like, think
4: so. I don't think it's great. It, it had been
6: years up. since I had it. I have had it recently. I was like, all oh, right, Little Caesars to see you. They mm-hmm. did that
3: uh, Detroit-style deep dish. That's right? the one. Yeah. And that, So my wife and I, I'm like, dude, i got to try it at least, right? Because there's a knockout Little Caesars. We had it. I'm like, it's fantastic. You used to have one down the
4: road from where you lived before, didn't yes, you? Yes, I did. Yeah,
3: that's a pretty convenient. Yes, I did. Yes, I did.
4: Ne- next to the Panda Express. <laughs> yes. Two great places, one location. Plus, it's fun to just say crazy bread. and I'm
3: Crazy soft. If you say it like that.
2: Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the Men's Room Radio Network. Yes, friends, it's time
6: once again for... Sit and spin. Let's gather around the old radio and listen to some swellerific
4: new music. Man, oh man, Ryan Castle, you got much better looking. <laughs> yeah,
8: grew some hair.
4: Wow. Yeah, yeah oh, Shane. Who are you? It's crazy. Yeah. It's amazing what a day can do. Transformation. Taryn Daly, how are you?
8: I'm so good. How are you guys? So great. <laughs> What's news? Man, I don't know. It's a just a gloomy day in the PNW. I love it.
4: What uh, what do you got to do uh to get ready for the summertime there on the uh, Taryn Daly farm?
8: Well, you know, there's been a lot of mulching lately, a lot of farm chores and things of that nature. The weekly mowing has, you know, really started, where you got to mm-hmm, keep up yep, on that. Yep. It gets away really quick. Cool. Farm
3: chores, never an experience I've really had.
8: So a lot of the lot grass of poop. Looks good. There's a lot of poop you got to deal with.
3: Yeah, no, I'm and out. You got to do
8: with that. You know, I got to deal with that all year long. But yeah,
4: you still yeah. have uh, goats.
8: Still got two goats.
4: Okay, what are their names?
8: Lewis and Ginger.
4: Lewis and Ginger the goats.
8: Yeah, they're amazing. Now,
4: when you come home, the goats happy to see
1: you, like a dog. Yes.
8: So the one Ginger sometimes will like yell for me, like (laughs) I'm gonna
1: gonna back off the (sighs) microphone, but she goes like, (laughs) (laughs) and And then I gotta go pet her.
8: Yeah, then I go in there and give her a little butt scratch. Lewis is more of a leaner. He'll lean in. That's how he likes All to get right. his love okay. in. Yeah. Where yeah. does they're, he like to be sweet. scratched? Well, they both kind of like necks and butts a Okay, bit. necks yeah. and butts. You're mm-hmm. apparently supposed to not scratch them on the head because they can find it to be like an intimidation because that's how goats, you know, oh, right. they're uh, they combats mad at with, I their, know. with their heads, their, their skulls, their horns. So you're not really supposed to pet them on the head because they can think like, oh, you want to go? Now,
4: do the, do, <laughs> do they do, what do they, they crossbreed as friends? Like, is, is the dog friends with a chicken or is the chicken friends with a goat?
8: Or I or? mean, the goats, the chickens go, into the goat pen a lot we don't really let the goats out of their pen so much anymore because they can knock the kid down and that you know that could be bad (laughs) um but the dogs are fine you know dogs around them are fine when we have friends dogs come over they're usually like what the hell are those things (laughs) like they just go crazy like other dogs will go crazy because they've never seen a goat before that's fair
6: farm farm life
4: yeah Yeah, for the
6: record the only real a-hole is always going to be the rooster
8: Well, and so the rooster that we have now, it's funny that you say that. The rooster, uh, we named him Bill Burr because he's small and loud. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what yeah, time yeah, is it what time is it now 5 35 a.m. way earlier than that so really? usually like 3 three thirty 30 is when he starts oh my god
4: so you gotta be kidding i me.
8: like to sleep with the windows open no but he's
4: gonna die yeah, i know <laughs> i love to
8: sleep with the windows open but brad's alarm goes off at like 3 30 so i'll tell oh, him right, like right. can you please close all the windows thank you because mm-hmm. it, it keep it'll keep me up for the rest uh, of the morning it's a
3: rooster basically like a hen house bouncer Yes. That seems to be like their general role.
8: So technically, the, the reason that they crow is to like tell other roosters, like, stay out of my yard. But these there
3: are, are these no are, other these are my roosters But there's line. no way to tell them, like, there are no there's roosters no in roosters. their There's no roosters.
8: Please be quiet.
3: You know what? I'm going to take that. When I get up in the morning, all my neighbors, hey, get up my property. Yeah. I'm going to
8: try. It's basically that. Yeah.
4: <laughs> We're it, not on your property.
8: And he's actually smaller than all of the chickens, but somehow manages to, like, get up on there and get it done. Is he like the yeah. bagel
3: guy? Shut your mouth! <laughs> <laughs> that's what I paid a little teeny tiny guy with a bad attitude. Oh through.
8: my gosh, he's funny. Shut God or my father, yeah, yeah. or my boss. Bill Shut Burr. your mouth, <laughs> Bill Burr the rooster. Bill that's, Burr.
4: That's so today you uh, you came here to annoy us.
3: Yes, right. we
8: we have some very annoying songs to run through. Cool. It's, these are going to be earworms that might stick with you for the rest of the week. That's okay.
3: the worst part. It seems like you know everyone has songs that annoys them, right? And that, and that's free for everyone. But inevitably, the song you hate most or is the most annoying is the one that you will sing for three days straight. For yeah. sure. Oh, yeah, Which yeah. makes it even worse. So these
4: are the 10 most annoying songs of all time.
3: On sentence 10,
2: number 10. Baby, baby,
8: God, classic beats. You can't help but dance, though. I mean, I'm going to dance a little bit.
3: It's not the worst song in the world. It's not. I mean, but it's like in the bottom
4: five. What I'm saying is, I, it doesn't annoy me. Really? It's the same thing over and over. That, I
6: understand why the lyrics are annoying, but for the most part, I'm like, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, th- I don't. I like Bieber. Sure. And there's some songs I really like. I don't put on this one as much as I think he's like <laughs> 17. Right. <laughs> so I feel a little creepy. But like, it's like Kid Rock. Yeah, it's kind of like Miley Cyrus. Like you could play Party in the USA, but it's like it's kind of tongue in cheek. Yeah, like we fun. like we like
8: the more advanced, more mature mm-hmm. Bieber. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
6: These
4: are the 10 most annoying songs of all time. Nine, number
3: 9. Jeez. Who sang this?
4: Uh, Aqua. Aqua, yeah. Aqua,
3: that's right. It was a good video.
8: It was all the rage. I remember loving this song when it came out. I've changed my opinion about it since
4: then. It's not on my playlist. It always shows up on these lists.
8: Really, totally.
4: One hit, one hurt, and everything else. People hate it. 10 not most annoying songs of all time.
1: Don't
6: worry. Yeah, yeah. There you go, Miles. You love this song. Be but happy, even be Bobby McFerrin be hates be this song. He won't even now. do it
4: live. You go to his concert, you think you'd want to see his number one hit.
3: Well, so what, what, what song will he perform that we know? Nothing against the guy. He's talented. I'm not arguing his talent. I'm saying, if I let me rephrase this. If I got sucked into a Bobby McFerrin concert, I guess maybe I'd be happy he doesn't do this because I do hate the song, but there's no other song... He could perform. That's original. Mm-hmm. Right? I have any idea, Steve? I mm-hmm. told you you would love
6: shinto Saint Michel. Yeah, <laughs> I would. I feel like he's gotta play this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like it's the song. Yeah. Uh, uh, Does it give like some sort of disclaimer at the beginning of the show? Like, I'm not telling anyone to be happy out here. Okay, if that's what you came for, just leave. <laughs> Change the lyrics. <laughs> These are the ten most annoying
4: songs of all time.
2: Seven, number seven. Do you believe in love after love? <laughs> <laughs>
8: It was all downhill after this because auto-tune, I, this is one of the first auto-tune songs, I'm pretty sure, yep. like really auto-tuned.
3: That's a misnomer. Believe it or not, Kermit the Frog put a vice on his testicles and did this. He recorded the vocals and just let share Mouth over it.
8: Yes, yes.
3: I, yeah. <laughs> this is Kermit in the shower naked thinking none of the neighbors I think it's it's, it's it's
4: not annoying since I haven't heard it in a while. Yeah. So when it was on, it was on all the time.
3: It was on all the time. I used to work at a station to play the song, too, man. And, you know, the bosses always say, hey, man, don't talk bad about the artist or the song. We'd finish playing that song, and I'm like, I hate that song. I played
6: it for you. But I lived at Capitol Hill for years, so I heard this song a lot. It's a banger. A lot of of Manilow up there. Oh yeah, anthem.
4: (laughs) These are the 10 most annoying songs of all time.
2: Six. Number six.
3: Oh, God. How do you ruin Friday?
8: Well, also, who told her that she could sing? Her voice is terrible. Her
3: mom. Her I think oh, my. She no. wow. She's a kid. Yeah. Haven't yeah. you had art from Barrett up under um, yes. Art is in quotation yep. marks. This is a wonderful cow. It's not a cow, it's a house. Well, it's a great house, then.
4: Yeah, but you don't hang that thirteen-year-old picture in the Smithsonian for everyone to see in the art gallery. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's fair. I mean, that's, You're
4: that's, right. You know, so people can be critical of it.
3: Yeah, I do I don't
4: think she meant for this to happen. You know. These are the uh, ten most <laughs> annoying songs of all time. Five,
1: five. Number five. A little bit of money. Oh,
3: in my life. I a little hate bit this song I of the past. Don't you have a reason why you hate it. Pro-
8: I bet it's I because do. his name is not included in the list.
3: <laughs> a little bit of
4: Teddy. <laughs> oh right yeah. I don't. Lubega, Where's where he from? Where's he from? We just found out not too long ago. Lubega? He's like, yeah, he's like from some weird country. Like you'd think he was from like was I don't he? know Brazil or hmm. Puerto Rico or I don't know the late name like Bega and the way
3: the sounds German. He's German. German. Okay, I would not have guessed that. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Mambo Number 5, yeah. You guys should love this.
6: <laughs> I do right. I do, Thrills right. I do, You couldn't get away from it. I was at a party once. It was played over and over. It was a dance-a-thon, and they kept playing this one over and over and over. It was like, can we play a different goddamn song? And how many weddings do they play that? Everyone. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone. I just I have a special special spot I hate for this song. Ten <laughs> not most annoying songs of all time. Four, number four.
3: Ah, the peanut butter song
8: (laughs) This is my vocal range, though Like, (laughs) If I'm going to go to karaoke, this might be one of the songs I get What
4: sucked about this one was it came out like in the middle of the grunge era
8: Totally And they
4: looked grungy
8: Oh, and you know what I just realized? It's on the Dumb and Dumber soundtrack It is Yes Which
4: Which is a great soundtrack,
8: minus this song
4: Sure, sure
8: Crash Test Dummies,
6: right? Yeah, Crash Test Dummies. Mm -hmm. My brother's buddy bought this CD. He thought they were going to be the next big thing. (laughs) Oh, yeah?
3: Yeah. Well, you know, at the time, inexplicably, there's reason to believe that. Yeah. It was massive. Like, they're terrible, but that does not mean you won't be big. God, I hate that song. (laughs) (laughs) Ten most
4: annoying songs of all time. Number three. Oh, God. I don't mind this. I do.
8: If This is on the wedding playlist. For it sure.
4: is. Oh, yeah. And now, and, now that, and, now, and now that you know what the song is about, the fact that it's about a uh, guy who goes to war. And his girlfriend sleeps with every dude that she possibly can. Hey, on. Macarena! Wow. That's what it's about. It's a very
8: uplifting song, considering the content. Well, it
4: should be for her. She had a blast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Probably seven, eight blasts. You know what I'm
5: saying? <laughs>
4: oh. A lot of blasting. <laughs> a lot of blasting. Ooh, oh, okay. Hey, Macarena! <laughs> Super Soakers.
5: Exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Ten most
4: is- annoying songs of all time. Two, number
3: two. Let it go. Oh my God. Go. Oh, my God.
8: So far, I think we've only watched Frozen three times.
3: That is 1,574 times less than me. Although, I will say this thing about this song, right? So, my daughter was at the perfect age when this movie came out. Uh, My wife watched it with her first and then tricked me going, oh, babe, really, it's not bad. Think like Pixar. It was a setup. Mm. Yeah. I I could not speak ill of it as my daughter's watching it completely involved. But when we're done, I went in the kitchen and basically cussed my wife out. Like, come on, man. That's... That's not even a funny that, that, prank, that's a,
4: but... That's an hour and a half of my life. I'm never getting back.
3: And it was a bad hour and a half. But years later, they're doing... I don't know. Was like the father-daughter dance at the kids' school, right? It's K through eight. Okay, so This includes eighth graders as well. The DJ played this song toward the end of the night. And every girl there was screaming the song at the top oh, of the line. But all of his fathers, I was like, brother, if you try to stop them from doing the song, they'd have to suck you... Out of the ceiling with a wet vac. Like, it's is—it's their version of I Will Survive. Oh, for sure. But if I tell my daughter (laughs) to let things go, it doesn't work.
4: Uh, These are the uh, 10 most annoying songs of all time.
3: We made it to number one. Number one. (laughs) I mean. You know, I have kids. And then between uh, the Friday Girl and these clowns, like, I realize "Ah, I want to hurt children. And that's a horrible thing to say, but. If you're going to do this, it's like the cars for kids' kids. Sure. Like, all of us should be able to throw something at them. I know it sounds bad, but you don't disagree. They're all rich. I know they're rich.
8: Well, this was a camp song for me way back in the day. When I used to go to Camp Elf on Vashon Island back in the day, the sh- it was the shark song, but it was not to this tune. This, like, whatever this is, got completely ruined. Pink Fong totally ruined my camp song for me. I- it was actually delightful at camp.
6: It's cheesy enough that it doesn't bug me.
3: Really?
4: Because it's that bad. Plus, I don't have kids that age, so I don't get to hear it that much. So when I do, I'm just so happy to noise all
6: you guys. This is like my
3: perfect bugging song. Like, this is the perfect song to bug me.
6: I'm just shocked that what did the fox say didn't make this (laughs) list. Oh, my gosh. That's a good call. Coming
4: up, uh, thank you so much, Terry Daly. We appreciate it. We will drink and toast with a shout of the day. You are listening to The Men's
0: Room. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries
4: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: Reach out to the guys on Twitter at Men's Room Live. Now, back to the Men's Room on the Men's Room Radio Network.
3: Hello, Wendy. (laughs) Welcome to the Men's Room.
7: Hello, bitches and whores. Hola.
3: Hola. (laughs) Bitches and whores. (laughs)
7: Damn.
3: All right, Wendy. That's the name of my strip club. (laughs) Welcome to Bitches and Whores.
6: It's a high-end place.
3: It is very high-end. It's a $20 cover The bitches charge. are
6: hot, but they're a pain in the ass. The whore is not as attractive, right.
3: but uh, you have a little more fun. Right.
6: Right.
3: they give you a lap dance whether you want one or not. Yeah, yeah. there's a separate room. Wendy, what's fact, you got to put a blanket on your lap. Wendy, you're going to get messy. Uh,
4: Wendy, what side do you fall on there, by the way?
6: <laughs> okay. Mm. I'm going to go get a lap dance for one of the whores in the Champagne of Beer's room. Yes. <laughs> so, Wendy, who was embarrassed?
7: Oh, that would be me. Okay. Yep, Uh, This happened about 30 years ago when my husband and I were first dating, and he decided to take me roller skating. All right. And I am not the type of person that should ever have blades or wheels under my feet. I just shouldn't. I can barely walk without falling down. But I start making my (laughs) way around the rink, and I'm, I'm going, and after a little while, I'm starting to get the flow of it and the hang of it and feeling a little more confident. So I pick up my speed, but I'm still not. I'm kind of over by the wall. I'm not doing anything crazy. And all of a sudden, this little kid falls directly in front of me. And I'm not a little woman, and there is no way I'm going to hit this kid. And so I decide to jump over him.
3: Oh, boy. Oh, man. (laughs) Just the picture you painted of yourself, I really would like (laughs) to (laughs)
7: <laughs> now all the gods in the world decided to come together and protect this kid and got me over him. I jumped over him and landed on the other side.
3: <laughs> Trust me, we are visualizing this in slow motion. This is this is great.
7: And at that point, after landing me on the other side, that's when they washed their hands and walked away, these gods. And I started flailing. Oh, no. I came down. I started playing. So I got the arms, the legs going. I'm sure you can picture this.
3: Oh, I am. I am.
7: I should have just gone with it and fallen. But no, I'm looking to try to recover. And my hands are grasping for anything. And I grabbed a hold of something, which happened to be the full-on package of a man, (laughs) a random man, (laughs) next to me. And I pulled him down... To the rink floor with me by his junk. Oh, oh my
3: god wendy that's awesome oh, yeah <laughs> now what does he does he understand why this happened or does he think you were like crazily lusting after him or something
7: oh no i think he understood why but i don't think he gave a damn at that point
3: no no, no. <laughs> you yanked him down by his johnson and you're grabbing obviously with full panic mode going on
7: Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. It was.
3: And you said you're a, not like, a small woman. His
7: pants and a little bit of a pitch.
3: Yeah, no, I. Well, how,
4: okay. let me, Wendy, let me ask you this. How
7: That's was he. 28 hour glass shape. How was yeah, he, he doing? Yeah,
4: <laughs> an How was he doing compared to the uh, new boyfriend at the time? I mean,
7: he, he helped you.
4: <laughs>
2: he had enough packets <laughs> okay. to grab. You
7: brought him down by his junk. Yeah, he was probably a little less at the time. He's probably a lot less now. <laughs> okay.
3: Now, did you grab. I mean, we're talking. All three parts that make this a whole, or just the oh the
7: yeah, I everything, all. everything. Oh my it god, was a desperation grab to stay upright, and instead of letting go, I just brought him down with me, and I tried to apologize, and he just looked at me. He was just go,
3: yeah, because mm. it hurt. You ever <laughs> seen a dog injure itself, and you approach, it and it kind of yeah. growls at you. That's how. When our junk hurts, you're kind of in that mode. Like, there's, I don't want to hear anything you want to say right now. No, it's not personal. My junk hurts. It's like right before you throw up. Yeah, just just give me a a second.
4: second. Yeah, I need a second. Yeah,
3: I'm okay. Just, just. But you cleared the kid, huh?
7: I cleared the kid. The kid was not hurt. This poor man, unfortunately, took that that blow for him. And I just, I was like, you're right. I'm sorry enough said and i crawled off that rink and i've never
6: been back i do like that he was just like just get away from me right i get it leave me alone
3: would you make the same decision again knowing that if they said look you're going to go roller skating again and a kid's going to fall in front of you again you can clear him, but you're going to drag another man down by his manhood or would you say i'm just running over the kid this time
7: I'd still drag the man down by the Okay. His yeah, because that's her instinct. Yeah. And I'm not saying anything bad about it, but
6: right. that What, to grab packages? No, but. Are to... you
3: suggesting that Wendy's instinct <laughs> is to grab a man by the twig and berries and rip them to the ground, That's a horrible picture to She's paint.
6: jumping that kid
3: every time. I don't know, man. Grab some <laughs> random penis. Why not? Wow. That just hurts hearing about that. Have I ever grabbed a random boob? <laughs> I know I've bumped into random boobs. Yeah. Just like working in the kitchen. But I'm wondering if I've ever just, you know, you're reaching kind of behind you to grab something and realize for one second, like, oh, God. You did slap a random ass. But I did not know. <laughs> God, that was embarrassing. Again, we went skiing, and my wife's wearing what the black snow pants with a yellow jacket, her hair pulled back in a ponytail. I went somewhere and came back. She's in line. And I can tell it's my wife from behind because she's wearing the black pants and the yellow snow jacket with the hair pulled back in a ponytail. And I slapped her ass. And this woman turned around, and I'm like, this is not mm-hmm. my wife and her boyfriend. I'm 6'4". This guy towered over me. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, dude. I mean, because he looked pissed, pissed, pissed. Yes. But even the chick whose ass I slapped, I think just by the look of my face, she could tell. I'd clearly right. made a mistake. And I don't think I uttered words to him, but I'm like, I, um, hey, I man. I, but I'm like pointing over at where my wife yeah. is. And she had this <laughs> massive grin on her face. Like that. Hey. And that's who, and that, that's why, man. So you know, before like, I'm just saying because like the same clothes, and he kind of let it go. My wife was like, "That was so great to watch." I was like, "Babe, mm-hmm. why didn't you say anything?" She's like, "I was you waiting to see why. if you got your ass kicked, man."
4: As far as randomly touching a boob, there's a uh, there's, <laughs> there, there's, there's, there's a post up of the forty most embarrassing situations that people have been in. Right? Yeah, uh, it says guys, uh, wife and I met her friend for lunch one day. I bent over to give her friend's new baby a peck on the cheek. Didn't see she was breastfeeding until it was too <laughs> oh, late. Oh. oh! And it was not the baby that I kissed. <laughs> <laughs> oh! I definitely... she he thought it was the top of <laughs> and her he kissed head. A it, thought it was the
6: top of the baby's head. <laughs> he kissed her boob. <laughs> he kissed her boob. <laughs> what up, babe? You time. never had that one with, like, a female friend? What do you mean? Just, you're just too, like, I don't know how to explain it. It just happens, like, somehow you kind of, like... Brush their boob, or touch. yes, yes, and yes, then I've it's always that. that awkward. Like, do we do we just act like it didn't right. happen? I generally always go, "Sorry, I touched her boob." That- how about I think T-not? when you say Touch <laughs> yeah. your, if you just say sorry, <laughs> sorry
3: <laughs> it's not awkward. Yeah. You say sorry, I touched your boob. Yeah.
6: Somehow, <laughs> <laughs> just, like, just leave the <laughs> boob <laughs> off. That, you're right. That That's sense. Look, you're I, so I, close. I don't, I don't sorry, want. Don't I not Sorry, don't say I don't, it. I don't do it. It doesn't help either when I go. Sorry, I touched your boob.
4: Yeah. A woman walked by me in a bar probably ten years ago, right? Swinging her arms, or whatever, and I mean she just clipped the side of my Johnson, and I just went like, Oh God! And she turned around. She's like, I am so sorry. And I was like, No, you just did it clean. <laughs> you just hit it clean. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was just like she just walked by with her arms swinging, like, like, God! <laughs> yeah, I like, man. I
3: wonder if she made like 10 bucks to do it. I told you I could get away with it.
6: My favorite one was in public. Somebody tried to clear a ball and it kicked me right in the junk. Mm. And then when I got up off the ground, I went to the sideline and the girl on my team goes, I don't have those, but that sounded like it hurt. (laughs) Thank you. You're correct.
2: Want more of the men's room? Download the new podcast from Miles and Thrill, The Greatest Story Never Told. Available on Radio.com. Time to open wide and sample Ted's meat and potatoes. Now, here's your host, head chef of the men's room, the Ted Nougat. Head chef of the
6: house. Thank you, folks. Thank you, folks. I think first today we'll start with uh, yesterday the topic of ginger beer came up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah. I thought it was a beer flavored with ginger.
6: Right. I said it was not. I guess there is some ginger beers that actually have alcohol in them. To me, ginger beer is just like the one Miles has there. There's different brands. Uh, There's the famous uh, Rachel's Ginger Beer in the market. I recognize that name. Okay. Yeah. So there's a ton of... To me, ginger beer is just a, a tonic, if you will, without alcohol. I right. truly
3: did not know that until you pointed no. it out yesterday. And yeah. I've never had it, and I didn't try it. Because like I was saying to you, man, just the idea of ginger and beer together sounds terrible. And that's when you looked at me like I'm an idiot and said, well, I've never it's seen not any, beer. Uh,
4: I've never seen a pull tab like that.
3: Yeah, do you need help?
4: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I do. Right. It says, uh, Ted, just you know, pull out. All right. Then up. <laughs>
3: Oh, I've given goodness. that advice to what? Uh huh. Gonna use it. says leader. pull
6: out the knob. Yeah. Oh. Oh, look at you go. Wham. All right, give it a, yeah, pour a little you know, pour my little shot of it. I love that stuff. It's a good again, good alternative, good mixer. But like especially if you're going through like a little dry period or whatever. All right. Go out for dinner. Get yourself a ginger beer, man. We make good beer. Yeah. That's I, gingers. <laughs>
4: we do. I don't know why that. I'm holding mine. Like There's I'm a hammered. There's a lot of crap floating around there. Mike, you want to throw
6: this? Sediment, if you will. I
4: don't know. It's all
6: news to me. See, much more gingery than a ginger ale.
3: Yeah, it's not bad. It's not, not bad at, bad, at all.
6: It's great. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's really really good. It does taste very similar to a ginger ale, but it's good. Yeah, I feel like it's got a little more kick to it than a ginger ale. Also, the main ingredient, once again, in a Moscow mule. Is this stuff good for you? Is that why they encourage you to drink this? I
4: don't I mean, know. That that ginger they occur-
6: ale is like a, you know,
3: eases your stomach, you know. I don't even know if that's true. I think anyone's going to encourage you to drink their product and say, you yeah, know, it's, it's really stomach. good for you, like water. Right, water's,
6: drink? water's just sitting out there being like, hey, we're the gold standard. We're the gold standard. You're you, made of us. Uh, you yeah. need us. You, that, might, not
3: you not know bad. what, man? Not bad. That was pretty damn good. Yeah, well, That's what I'm saying. Okay.
6: I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'll if take a si- little more, yes. Even, I mean, even if you've already had a couple beers or whatever, like you were sitting at a restaurant like get a ginger beer or you're sitting around the house, like, mm-hmm. they're, they're good, man. Damn. But again... Ginger, for somebody ginger, like myself who yeah. enjoys a beverage, that's a nice little kind of... Right, because it, it, it has would be more a, bite than a soda.
3: For sure, and it would absolutely make a great mixer, man. Yeah. I yeah. know I'm not breaking new ground here. I'm just saying now that I've had it, yeah, I can see how that's a mixer. Mix it with some vodka,
6: maybe some mint. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so everybody loves summertime, right? You're out in the sun. There's barbecues, vacations. Uh, <laughs> Like they say this, being very aware of how often people around you shower. <laughs> uh, but also, there's, <laughs> yeah, a new ser- there's a new survey that came out in a new poll. 71% of people said foods taste better in the summer. Now, is my- it that
3: foods taste better or the foods that we tend to eat in the summer we enjoy more
6: than winter? So I can't tell. They say certain foods taste better in the summer, particularly in the miles you came out with it, watermelon. Mm-hmm. Which also, like... I don't know that we need a study on this. It's Watermelon season is the summer. It yeah. probably goes a yeah. long way
3: toward the watermelon well, like, you're eating. Like right? hot
6: dogs. And you really sure. like hot dogs without a lot of condiments.
4: I mean, you don't, like in the wintertime, right. sometimes more you put more sauerkraut on there, put like
6: chili yeah. and, and cheese. And you're right.
4: But with the with summertime, you just put a little mustard on there, maybe some onions if you like. And you're hot dogs go. made the
6: list. Disgusting yeah. people put ketchup on them. Well, and Miles is right. I don't know why, but like if I, I'm with you. I'm team ketchup. Are you? Go. Remember. The theory that it's a sacrilege to put ketchup on a hot dog comes from Chicago. And what do they put on their hot dogs? Ketchup. Tomatoes. Oh, oh! I, I didn't see. say it's sacrilege.
3: I, I said it is disgusting, I, you, foul, you and like beneath it. me, I know, but I, not
6: sacrilege. I know a lot of people that say that, and I go, "You just know somebody from Chicago that taught you that, Ted." Stop you'll it. never believe who's chirping in my ear as we speak. <laughs> yeah, who's from Chicago? <laughs> Look, I don't
3: think dog poop is sacrilege. I just think, much like ketchup on a hot dog, it's disgusting, foul, and not something I want to interact with. That's all.
6: That's all. I'm with, I like a my parents put ketchup?
3: ketchup on every yeah. time as a kid. You know, parents make decisions. About what you want on your food, and my parents, if I got a hot dog, before you could say anything, they're like squirting ketchup on it. It's just like
6: I don't like this. Why are you not listening? Uh, they also other foods that made the list is ice cream. Ice cream, look, ice cream's delicious all time, all times of Agreed. year. Mm-hmm. But I also think if you're going to go somewhere and get an ice cream and sit out, it's generally going to be the summer. The summer, right? If you're going out to get it for Correct. sure. But I will say this: I do feel like in the summer, if I'm eating
3: ice cream, and I do like vanilla ice cream. I'm fine with just vanilla, but I feel like if it's say around Christmas
6: time, I want some kind of flavored ice cream. Right. If you if you show up at my house in July and you said, "Hey, I brought some sherbet," I'd be like, "All right, cool." Yeah. If you showed up in February for the Super Bowl and you said, "I brought sherbet," like get out of my house. Yeah, exactly. Or you're making a punch. Right. <laughs> Damn. It's about to be punch, dog. <laughs> uh, that's how we made punch when I was growing up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, lemonade, but also again, lemonade thrives in the summer. And then I like this. They say hot dogs, corn on the cob, and barbecue chicken. I think most people, like I said this earlier, foods taste better in the summer because pro- a lot of times they're grilled.
1: You're Correct. cooking outside. Even yep, with yep. It's,
6: You don't need a smoker or whatever, but it's still going to have that grill flavor with some smoke to it. Miles, again, you're 100% right. I don't know why. If you, if you specifically make hot dogs in the wintertime, you get all fancy and you're putting chili and right, cheese. Yeah. You know what I cut? Kind of, you didn't grill
3: stuff. it. right? So you, I Something feel like they, if you didn't grill your hot dog. You'll add more to it if you do grill your hot dog. Like that's that's eighty minim- percent minim- of the taste, right? Yeah. yeah.
4: But it also, too, in the winter time, you have like uh, fork and knife hot dogs sometimes, where you just need, like you slather the whole thing with chili or whatever you're doing. You know,
6: you can, but I just don't use a fork and knife. Don't use okay. not on hot dogs. It's like pizza on hot dogs. Like, dude, deal with it. Uh, also, I would say this: Do you guys ever have that like extra hot dog that doesn't count when you're grilling? Wait, you know, I mean- you might put a hot dog in a bun. You might put two. Sometimes that grill, there's that one that's just kind of hanging out, it's like eh, it's a little snack. <laughs> oh, that's a snack you it's just eat. Waiting dog. for the it's other one. Yeah. Ho- I don't know why. It's only a tailgate. If you're grilling hot dogs, I feel like that, that one doesn't count. It's just a little snack. I feel like mm-hmm. if you're grilling food, you're more apt to eat some of the
3: food that you're actively cooking. Oh, t- trust me, you could
4: eat yeah. a ton of hot dogs if you didn't put a bun on them. Oh, god, sit there yeah. and pick them.
6: Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm probably much better for you. <laughs> uh, and then they said, uh, like again, big part of grilling, eating outdoors, plus like. I don't like eating in direct sunlight. I do like right. eating outdoors, though. Agreed. Okay, yeah, if you got a little sunshade. What is the last time you had corn
3: on the cob? My wife hooked it up week ago, two weeks ago. The only sound in our kitchen was our teeth going through corn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
6: actually, we had some burgers delivered, and they had this awesome fried corn on the cob, and <laughs> that I ate that. Yeah, I wanted to try to that. that. It was delicious. Forty <laughs> percent uh, of people said they love eating outdoors whenever possible. 58% of them said they wish they could eat outside all year round. I mean, you could put I mean, on a you jacket. Yes. Nothing's stopping you. Uh, 31% of people said they're less <laughs> bothered by eating messy foods in the summer. Agreed. Uh, than other times a year.
3: For whatever reason, you will be an absolute slob. You'll keep talking knowing there's food stuck to your lip in the summer. Wintertime, everyone's breaking down mm-hmm. napkins. Like all cooth disappears. I feel like
6: couth and etiquette go sideways if you're eating outdoors. Yeah, and some messy foods, you know, like a lot of barbecue is better outside. You're having a low country boil. You're eating a bunch of crabs. Pimentary shrimp. That stuff is just better outside. It's going to be messier. And frankly, it's less formal, if you will. Like, it, it mm-hmm. definitely is. Yeah. By right. the way, crap
3: fee's scheduled for sometime in September. So letting you nice. know now. Oh,
6: okay, yeah. Yeah. right. Because if I invite you over for dinner in the winter, it's like you're gonna dress up. We're inside though, right? right. Where it's like in the summertime, like I expect everybody to be in shorts and drop it on, on the ground, yeah. dude. It's cool. Yeah, roll around hand in the dirt. <laughs>
2: Connect with the Men's Room on
3: Instagram at Men's Room Live. Game is Big Dummy, 206 803 Ron. <laughs> Hello, Greg. Welcome to the Men's Room. Hola. Hola. Hola.
4: Greg, are you sober or not sober?
5: Not sober. All right, Greg.
4: Our Men's Room poll. You got to give one to someone for 24 hours. Will it be diarrhea, flatulence, hiccups, or a runny nose?
5: Flatulence, I'm in my 60s, and I want and I want one of my coworkers, a female, to get flatulence at the restaurant all night long. Okay. Does she, is
3: she a waitress? Yep. yeah. that makes it better. See, in the kitchen, it stops being funny in a minute, but if you know she's crop-dusting every table in the restaurant, good times. All right, great. Exactly. Here is your question. On what team did Brett Favre start his NFL career? Miami. Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta. Atlanta. Yep, hot Atlanta Falcons. Yeah.
6: We're having Dion on the same team. Deion Sanders.
3: What year was Farm Draft? They may have been, man. Alright. They may have been. Because yeah. he was he never started there, correct? I believe I he was a backup the whole time. Then I'll went to the Green Bay and yeah. got his gig. All right. Alright, Greg, your question which Central American country has a name which translates to the savior?
5: I don't
3: know. Your anus? El Salvador. And that was my anus you just heard. But yes, El Salvador. <laughs> Ooh. Apparently uh, I you ate like that, ro- did you like that one? Jesus. Apparently I ate roadkill last night and I didn't know it.
4: <laughs> you said you ate men's room sausage. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> I told you. Oh my man. God. <laughs>
3: oh my God. <laughs> yeah, that's bad, bad, right? Jesus. Yeah, I woke up to this too under the covers. Like, time to get up. Mm-hmm. Whew. Jesus. God, man. I can smell it from here. Dude, it won't go anywhere. I think you're <laughs> going to die. Honest, yes. Mm. I just burst a polyp. All right. <laughs> wow. Is that a dead porcupine? That is. This is thick, brother. Stop waving it around. I'm trying to move it out of my <laughs> face, man. God damn. It's like humidity in Georgia. It's just like on you. Stick well, said, it to you.
6: You both said the same thing. Miles said stop moving around. You said I'm trying to move it out of my face. Like, right, we don't want it. I know you don't no. want it.
3: I don't want it here either. I know it's mine. I'm a giver. Mm. All right. Mm. You getting some of that? Yeah. Yeah, bro, it's bad. That's don't blame one. our sausage
6: on that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I would tell you not to get it if I thought that's what would happen.
6: Would <laughs> I mean, you put some onions on there? I did, actually. Did you like caramelize oh, I did. I yeah, it, uh, I just uh, told Miles, <laughs> I,
3: man, I had men's last night and I caramelized onions. Yes, that is. <laughs> are you getting that?
6: Bro. I know. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't know why. I know milk messes with you. I just feel like butter does, too. and He's <laughs> drinking a milkshake. I am. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: It's a combination of all of My it. My God, man. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was something. Mm. All right there, Greg. Here's your question. Yellowstone National Park protects the wilderness from what, into what mountain
7: chain?
5: Rocky Mountain
3: Chain. Okay. Yep. The old Rockies. Golly, man.
5: I don't even
4: want to open my mouth. Gave is Big Dummy, 206 803 Rock. Hey, Come on, get some of that. Jimmy. Hello,
3: Jason. Welcome to the men's room.
5: Hola, Hola. Hola.
3: Jason, are you sober or not sober?
5: I am sober.
3: All right, Jason. Welcome
4: to Big Dummy. Hey, our men's room boy get to give one to someone for 24 hours. Are you picking diarrhea, flatulence, hiccups, or runny nose?
3: I'll be giving flatulence to my wife. To your wife? But don't you pay the price for that, ultimately?
5: Yes, but farts are very funny, and she makes fun of my farts all the
3: time. Okay. Does she make fun of them, or does she complain about them, these being two very different things?
5: She makes fun of them because it sounds like my butt is talking, is what she
3: says. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you should ask her what oh, it said. Technically, technically it is. Yeah. Hello. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm home. <laughs> Chamone, Chamau. <laughs> All right. Here is your question. Captain Henry Morgan, as in Captain Morgan, used what island as a base for his buccaneer operation? Ooh, pirate. Uh,
5: Delaware. An
4: island. An island. An island. An island. An island? island. Oh, ah,
5: pirates! Ah. I have no idea. Uh they were Blacktail.
3: <laughs> Jamaica.
6: Jamaica, that is
3: correct. Oh. Okay. Tortuga.
6: Generally if it's pirate stuff, just think Caribbean. Right. Mm-hmm. Hence the pirates of the Caribbean. Oh. Otherwise I think the pirates <laughs> would look different.
3: Jump on! I watched a show <laughs> on Blackbeard the other day. Mm-hmm. It was very interesting. What's one interesting fact about Blackbeard that we didn't know? He did not have a beard? No, no, no. He had a beard, and he was that scary and stuff. I thought it was a gay guy with a black girlfriend. Blackbeard. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> Little known fact about Blackbeard. Mm-hmm. Nothing to do with his oh, no. <laughs> face.
6: It's a show Miles no. Like Drained the Oceans. Oh, yeah, Drained they the Oceans. They were trying yeah. to find his ship off the Outer Banks. Okay. All right, All right your question. is. <laughs> the episode with the one guy named Oceans.
3: All right. <laughs> it's about Billy Ocean. They sucked all of his blood out. Oh, <laughs> oh.
6: oh I'm glad you said blood. <laughs> right, right. They want some masturbate. Right. All right. Watch him drain <laughs> Billy Ocean. You're <laughs> oh. a
3: tab. your Your question, in what season is Passover celebrated? Oh, the third spring. Yeah. That's right. That's nice right. So it's always around Easter. Nice job. What, are the, what, is, what is Passover about? Oh, God. Brother, you had two Jewish wives. Hang on. Certainly, I you think I know to. you. I can't, man. And you had like to go pass- to the dinners, man. They don't like talking. Go- all I know is I had to make a brisket, all right? Okay. Right. Passover is
6: the sad one, though.
3: Yeah. Seriously. Is that the sad one?
6: Yeah. I think okay.
3: lots of sad ones. More sad than happy. Yeah, it seems that way. It really does,
6: man. Like it, you're, right. it, you're always remembering something
4: awful. Is this is like the, the Egypt thing when they were driven out of Egypt. Yeah, I think they're somewhere.
6: driven out of Egypt, and they got it right. You got a Passover. You got a light to... yeah. So Passover was, if I'm not mistaken, that was the last plague of Egypt, where the the firstborn was going to be smited, if you will, if if they didn't uh, paint their doorway with like lamb's blood. And then that was the whole thing is that the spirit of spirit of the Lord passed over their homes and did not take their firstborn.
3: So what job. do the lambs think about this? Like, whoa, 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 whoa. They're not big on That's it. That's a you problem.
2: Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the men's room radio network. a
4: minutes it's drinking time.
2: Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. Oh, and the men's room knows just who it is. So to you, we say, bottoms up, sailor. You're the toast of our shot of the day. Good job it is. As
4: usual, we head to the drink desk and see if throw hill to find out who we're toasting.
3: Yes, indeed. And today we toast 45-year-old David Bereton of somewhere in Belgium. Now, speaking about his own family, David explained that, quote, I never get invited to anything. Nobody sees me. We all grew apart. I felt unappreciated. That's why I wanted to give them a life lesson and show them that you should not wait until someone dies to meet up with them. So, with that in mind, he faked his own death. He even got his wife and kids on it, having his daughter posting online about the heartbreak at her father's passing and announced the funeral date. Yeah, only about half of his family bothered showing up. Oh, hey, man, that's what you get. That is what you get. Do not fake your own death to make people feel bad, because guess what? You're going to find out the truth. Half your family care. No. The other that half That is not. one
6: stat you'll never know,
3: which I think would be awesome. I don't know if I want to know. I want to know how many people show up to my funeral. I might be overwhelmed. I might be underwhelmed. But the thing about this dude, so not only did he fake it, thinking his entire family would show up, when he showed up, he showed up via helicopter. Of all the people I know, Ted, you're going to be the one that has like thousands of people. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah, So you don't have to worry about. That. I got to break my grandma's record. What's your? Uh, what? Where, where do you think Where's your grandma was at?
6: My grandmother was just a, a, a. She worked in the principal's office. She was like the secretary of a grade school in right. Northeast DC. I mean, I to this day, I and I, I can't explain to you the amount of people that were there and the line of traffic. And those are people that ate the manicotti. Uh, some of those people are those people. Yeah. Well, no wonder it's gone. Yeah. yeah.
3: Should have made more. All right. So we pour this booze and we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. Yummy. So over the tongue and down the throat to party in our tummies. Down, down the, the whole a bitch
2: Thanks for listening to the Best of the Men's Room podcast. Want more of the Men's Room? The greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill. Double Flush Production.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.